0: happy birthday to you happy birthday
1: to you happy birthday happy birthday
2: to you here's a fun fact um, <laughs> I met Stevie Wonder one time oh, at an airport. And really? whenever people ask me, who's the one celebrity you met that you were like fanboying over? It was motherfucking Stevie Wonder. And wow. it was like, I, was I going, want to
3: hear this full story.
2: I will tell you the full story. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the No Chaser Podcast. I'm Tim Shot the Wrong Suit. I'm Ricky Shucks. I'm Nikki Blades. And one more time, we got Shan Woo! I forgot
3: my name in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: Thank you. And we got someone here, Shambooty, Shambootram, <laughs> Shambootram. <laughs> so we have a guest in the house. <laughs> so uh, one time I was going through the airport, I was going to security, and I was like, "Oh my god, is that motherfucker? Is that Stevie Wonder in front of me? Wow, that's Stevie Wonder." And I never, I never like go up to celebrities asking for a picture ever, ever, mm-hmm. ever, because I just don't want to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? I feel like let me just let them do their thing. But this time I was like, "Bruh, it's Stevie Wonder. I got to mm-hmm. get a picture." So. I uh, I I was kind of. Where were you
3: traveling to? I want all the details.
2: I forget. It's you know so many planes, so many flights. Who knows? I would know where
3: me and Stevie Wonder were both going.
2: We weren't going the same. We were just heading in the same direction. Okay. And uh, so I saw Stevie, and uh, I was like, I have to get a picture. I asked, "Can I get a picture?" He said, "Yeah, of course." And uh, and actually, I wanted video for my vlog, and they were like, "No video, just a picture." Who's they? His his uh, entourage. Mm. Like what happened was I just kept the video camera rolling and then just took video anyways. And then when I wanted the picture, I just took a screenshot of the video. You know what I'm saying? But took a picture with Stevie Wonder. It was awesome. And uh, he was super nice. And uh, and that's the story. And that's the only time I've ever really been like kind of like awestruck by a celebrity. What happened with this photo? I still have it. Did you posted on the gram? It's been on the gram a couple times.
3: Got good engagement?
2: Oh, crazy engagement. Oh, worth it. But I tell you what, you know what's popping for engagement? These fucking baby pictures, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And I and I never and I knew that was going to be the case. Better like it's crazy. Y'all need to have babies, man. Oh, that's sure. that's
1: the For secret. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. apparently Rick. No. no, no, it's okay. I'll just <laughs> I'll wear a swimsuit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: but
1: I'll wear a swimsuit to get like and, and I'll
0: repost her pictures.
1: <laughs> Rick and I are gonna tag team this Instagram shit while you two put the cute ass baby pictures up. Leave us out of this but conversation. It's true. There's
3: levels to this. You start out with, like the swimsuits being like the thing, yeah. and then you get with somebody which that becomes a thing and then you have a baby you're like holy fuck there's all these likes i didn't even know were possible for someone like me there's
0: nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment expecting to be the center of attention and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be Many are available within 24 hours that's z o c d o c dot com slash tim ZocDoc.com slash tim
2: it's wild bro like <laughs> i didn't think i was i was you know i'm over here like i'm i'm hyped if my shit out of a million point five followers if my shit hits a good like 12,000 likes I'm like, and and this is such influencer talk. I hate to be even saying it, but like when the shit hits a good like 12k likes, I'm like, this is solid for me as a man. You feel me? Okay. As a man, this is solid for me. Um this is great. And then when I started posting the baby shit and I hit like 100,000 likes again, I'm like, wow <laughs> am i lele pons <laughs> am i inanna sarkis oh wow this shit's going crazy <laughs> oh,
1: your damn baby about to be in all the vlogs poor child man you have and
3: a very cute baby thank we have you a very cute baby. well i appreciate Did you guys that. ever remotely consider the like our baby is proud just the back of the baby's head baby life
2: yeah that was that was considered I think uh I mean even you know even in terms of like you know the relationship I mean I always try to keep a balance right I feel like in terms of social media you try to micromanage what do I actually want to share and Mm -hmm. what is fair game right and then for me we definitely like debated a little bit it wasn't even like a deep conversation but it was like do I actually want to just put it out there like that and then, but then when you really, when I really thought about it and I was like, you know what, we put out the whole fucking relationship. If I've
1: seen Chia's water break. I need to see the baby's face. <laughs> you literally videotaped the water is. on the ground and the yes. under, it wasn't just like, oh, the water broke. It was the underwear and then looking down and, and you it know was what? like.
3: It was a very uh, beautiful water break though. Cause it was clear. It was, what? what was yours? Not clear. What? There's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff up there. A lot of stuff. What color was it? A little bit. I mean, it had some membrane in there, a little bit of insane little, in the membrane, a little bit insane in the membrane. <laughs> I've and always it was,
0: told Shannon she needs to drink more water. But, <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy.
3: Yeah. Well, you know,
2: for Chia, she is such a private person. You know what I'm saying? And I, I didn't think she was going to be down to share that much of it. Mm. Um, but for her, she really was like attacking it. Like there's so much about that type of shit that people don't talk about yeah and um all the gross shit and all like the the weird shit that people don't address that she had never that we had never heard of she was like let's put it out there you know what i'm saying so like there was some shit about the uh mucus plug
3: yes yeah
2: that i had never heard of do y'all know what this is nope Nope. so before your water breaks bro there is this thing that comes out the cooch where it looks like you hawked a giant loogie mm. into your panties. Mm. And it's called the mucus plug, and it comes out before the actual water breaks. Oh. And I had never heard of that. And and, on, and and to be honest, when me and Chia were, were sharing the whole pregnancy story on a video, um, I cut that part because I was like, no one knows what the fuck this is. Like, I don't know if this is interesting, right? But she was like, no, that's why I want to share it. So I was like, all right, cool. I kept it in. And there were a lot of people who were like, wow, I had never heard of that before. Yeah. So Chia's whole... Uh, thought process was like On some more Documentary scientific shit Like let's mm-hmm. show the people What we had never heard about before yeah. And I was surprised Because you know She's a very You know Well before she met me She had, she wouldn't put it She didn't have on Instagram She wasn't trying to put Things on the internet like that But she kind of took it as a uh, An opportunity to Talk about things that people Wouldn't normally talk about So I was like Yeah alright cool Let's put it out there And so We did the pregnancy video and, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, thank you for sharing this because a lot of pregnancy stories kind of uh, avoid all the gross shit and just kind of talk about the nice, fluffy stuff. The beauty of it. The beauty of it. But we definitely had the gross shit in there. You know what I'm saying? We had the mucus plug, whatever that shit was. And we had the water breaking. And I made sure to include a lot of her just in pain in the hospital.
3: (laughs) Did that feel awkward filming?
2: Yes. Because in my head, I'm like, Am I an asshole for if filming this? The nurse this? walks in. You're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm, let me get this shot real um, quick.
0: All right, take two. Right,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt like you know, a part of me was like, how much of this is okay, and then how much of the, you know, like, do I want to just be the guy with the camera? But I, you know, I, I, I set the camera up when she was really going through it and was just trying to be there. You know, um, how much of that were you guys? putting out there and like sharing of your baby. Oh, I'm
3: so, we're both on the same page when it comes to sharing, which is such a great integral thing for somebody who's on social to have with their partner. I think it's really tough if you're on different pages, but uh, we were just, it kind of was just about, it it did feel awkward because I saw somebody else who Insta storied their entire labor, Mm. but was on their own Insta story being like, oh Oh. uh, holding the camera (laughs) (laughs) it's (laughs) happening it's happening (laughs) yeah and it was Uh. like ah but you know it's but it's still it's still really cool because at the end of the day i've never seen that shit before so i watched all 70 frames it was one of those insta stories that was like um and but it is something about it where you're just like you know just be there i'm actually glad what we did for the uh pushing part we just put the phone when we knew that we were going to have the doctors come in, we just put our uh, voice note on. And so okay. we have the audio of the oh. birth and the audio of the first sound and I forgot that it was even running. Okay. So I kind of like that.
2: Yeah, that's cool. I was I was told that I wasn't allowed to film the actual birth, so I didn't film that, you know. Who told you that? Just everybody like there was like you can film everything leading up to it and in between the pushes. But they were like, "Don't film the actual birth because they want everybody to be in it." Present. I'm yeah. probably sure it's yeah.
3: for like legal reasons. Yeah, to do some fuck shit. Potentially,
2: Ooh. but 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 luckily, um, her OBGYN was one of my good homegirls from high school. Oh wow! So everything was very like transparent.
3: What did you think? Do you watch the? You watched Veda come out, right? I did. Yeah. Did you see the head morphing? Yeah
2: bro it was weird bro <laughs> like
0: uh.
1: right, right before we get in Rick have you ever have you ever seen a child being born in
0: like real life in real life no
1: I saw my best friend um back in the day give birth to her first child. You were there? I was there. I was in the room. Oh, I was shit. allowed to Yeah, I was allowed to pre be in the Rana. room. Yeah, pre, pre clear like a long time ago. So Did you see the baby's head slide I out? I did. It was one of the craziest things. I felt really bad after because she was so hungry. She <laughs> took a bite of food and threw up. That was something that I didn't I was like, "What is going on?" Like the whole after process, like it's happening, everyone's crying, it's really emotional. <laughs> but I did see the baby come out. I was allowed to stay in the room. What's up,
2: y'all? So if you're like me, you're going to be spending a lot of time online shopping. You know, if it's 2 a.m., I'm usually online looking at, a, uh, you know what I'm saying, or I'm online shopping. And uh, I know we all shop online, and we've all seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout, okay? But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the Honey is the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Oh my god, it's lit! Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, which range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. Wow! Here's how it works: Imagine you're shopping, and uh, on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down, and all you got to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds, and Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And just like that, you find working coupons, and you watch the prices drop. Now, this helped me save money on camera equipment, clothes, um, a lamp. It's lit, all right? Oh, it's lit, a lamp. Oh, my God, I didn't do that on purpose. And just for y'all, I got a special treat, okay? If you don't have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast, all right? Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash nochaser. That's joinhoney.com slash nochaser. And uh, it's, it's a win for everybody. Hey guys, hey guys, you know you know what I love? I love making sweet love. I love, love, I love, and I love making that baby I just made, okay? But sometimes it's not as easy as you think. Sometimes you might need a little help, all right? Which is why I wanna talk to you about blue chew now this episode is sponsored by blue chew say with us blue chew blue chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom by offering chewable tablets that can help men get stronger and longer lasting erections all right now i'm just going to talk to you from my heart off the top of my head here not reading anything blue chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as viagra and cialis but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost the process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, okay? BlueChew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. BlueChew's Sildenafil or Tadalafil tablets are chewable, okay? BlueChew tablets help men achieve harder, stronger erections to combat all forms of erectile dysfunction. It's lit, okay? So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. Here's a special deal for our listeners. Try BlueChew free when you use our promo code TIM at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. Oh my god, it's lit. That's BlueChew.com promo code TIM to receive your first month free. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. That's just weird, man. It's crazy. uh, It's not like Knocked up. You watch Knocked no. Up, which is a great movie, and uh, I kind of went into it with that expe- expectations. And so, what threw me off, first of all, in Knocked Up, <laughs> when the baby's crowning and Knocked Up, the baby is super uh, bald. It's just yeah. a, a little, a little, a round <laughs> thing coming out, right? And then m- my baby had a bunch of hair. Uh, <laughs> so when when Bree, the OBGYN, was like, "Tim, come take a look at this," and she was like, "Look at all that hair," I was like, "Oh shit." That that's crazy. <laughs> so she was like she so with every push you see the hairy head coming closer and closer to the light, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so weird. Yeah. Uh, because like okay and, and, and I and I and I brought it up like this because she had busted a a, a a really intense push where everything was about to happen and and where it's like her her, her cooch lips kind of molded around the head of the baby, right? The
3: labia minora. The
2: labia minora. Yes. Oh,
3: okay, so she was really out there in the world.
2: Yes, yes, it was all out there. That was and the
3: time of birth, technically. It was it was a,
2: well, it was about to come out to the point where during a chia push, the doctor Bree was like, "Hold on a second, <laughs> uh, let me get my shit on," because I wasn't expecting all that to be coming out right now. <laughs> so I describe it like uh, if you've ever seen. Did I talk about this in, in the when I did an episode with you? I
0: uh, don't think so. Okay,
2: okay. So, you know those um those plants in Mario, the the ones that come out of the pipe, yeah. I did. Okay, yeah. let's talk. About, I'm, I'm just bringing it up again, anyway. Yeah. The plants in Mario that come out, the the ones that the, 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 the ones bump, that bump, eat, bump, bump. It, it looked like that holding a, like a ball in its mouth. You feel yeah. me? Mm. That's how far her coochie lips were extending, and I was like, this shit is crazy. <laughs> and and people always say you're gonna cry, and I didn't cry because I was just so in shock of like everything that was happening you know what i'm saying like it almost i couldn't even process it like i felt like i was watching a, a, a an episode of er you know what I'm yeah. so
3: just, jared said it was like violent to watch <laughs> like he said he's like the baby's dead for sure because the skull the plates of the skull are like malleable so the baby's head was like like yeah. doing all this weird shape stuff and then the doctor was had either like both of her hands inside of yeah. my vaginal canal and was like a foot on the bed, pulling it apart. Foot on the bed? Yes, like pulling that shit apart. Oh, just, did you tear? Did That's not what it looked <laughs> like didn't. when I was in the room. I it didn't. was just so <laughs> pretty and it
2: was What, nice. you didn't tear? <laughs> it nice. I didn't tear. You didn't no. tear it all?
3: Mm-mm. What did you what? use? What an elastic I did. vagina Coconut you oil. <laughs> uh, perineal massages every day. Oh, okay, I was going right to say, right. there
1: had to have been something in yeah. order to... Pre-
3: because when well, I this- was in the... <laughs> You, and I have a tool. It's a mm. big oh. metal heavy tool like this. And then so it's essentially like a, a G-spot stimulator, okay. but it's the like one. other huh. direction. That way. So it goes that way. Okay. So then you do that and then you pull like this. Ah, uh, the perennial. To help. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. So
2: we read on the perennial massage, but we only probably did it like a couple of nights. Um, we probably could have did more. Uh, so it's like you actually get your fingers in there and kind yeah. of rub. So what, so what it does
3: that do? It stretches it out or gets the, the skin comfortable with ha- receiving pressure. Got it. So oh. Chia had a
2: second degree tear, which is, oh. isn't is as bad as a third degree tear, which I think is cooch all the way down to the asshole.
1: Oh, no. Woo!
2: Women are amazing. So, so
1: then they go and they put stitches.
2: They stitch it up. Stitch it up. Okay. So my homegirl, Brie, <laughs> after the baby was born, I remember walking by as Brie was stitching shit up, and she did a great job because I remember walking by and being like, that shit looks great. <laughs> it looks good It looks damn near normal It's just a little swollen But it looks good Good job And how long until you were um, How long until you were able to have sex again?
3: Uh, I was able Because I didn't tear yeah. Technically we could have But as I mentioned with my water break in that was the part that i didn't realize everything that comes out of your vagina from after you have a birth and on is fucking gross the baby is a miracle and amazing but the stuff that comes out mm. gross so i wasn't interested in having sex probably until six weeks after six weeks okay yeah okay. but i yeah gross <laughs>
2: what'd you do with your placenta
3: it, that shit just slid in the ground
2: oh it fell on like, the ground
3: yeah kaiser permanente and you HS. threw it away well because you know she was putting my shit well open right and yeah. then so i think that it just in the melee of it the baby came <laughs> out and then it just slid out and was on the ground which was crazy and then a dog <laughs>
2: came and munched it and <laughs> <started>. <laughs> they
3: were walking around cause why do i envision the the <laughs> 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 it was like a crime scene in there because the oh. placenta is big oh jesus it's like you know it's like a large piece of steak yeah. and it's very bloody so then it was just kind blood everywhere on the ground
2: well right? it's funny that you say that because i'm actually gonna eat uh half of chia's placenta in pills no 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 we 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 saved it and we had a company turn half of it into pills and i specifically asked this company i was like can you save me the other half because i want to grill it like carne asada i'm gonna like fry it up with some like garlic and onions
3: what in the youtube video is that what this is
2: <laughs> well you know so here's the thing like there, that's yes there that's, are, a, that's a yes that. well, yeah yeah <laughs> it's definitely yes. going in a youtube video <laughs> but I've i've heard Ooh. about people Well, I've heard about the mothers eating the placenta to regain the nutrients that they lose during childbirth, right? And... So I asked Chia I'm like Would you want to do this And she was like I don't know I'm kind of iffy She's like If anything I'll do the pills And she's still iffy About that even Right But in my head I'm like Alright well shit If she's not, she not Going to do nothing with it I might as well
0: Is it in the freezer so she's right now? Let It's it in go the freezer right now
2: It's good for up to a year The lady said So In your freezer In my freezer At home nice. Yeah yeah Next to our hot pockets And our uh, french <laughs> toast uh, So <laughs> I was like let me see what's good. Uh, you know, if she's not going to do nothing with these nutrients, then I'm going to fuck with it. Right. Yep. So they they prepped it, uh, sanitized it. And it's in the half of the placenta's in there right now. And I, I have this whole thought process where I feel like, you know, what I'm saying if you eat, if you eat some weird shit that people wouldn't normally eat, you might get some some potential nutrients from it that people wouldn't normally get. Right. Mm-hmm. So I got it there ready. I'm a frickin see it. I'm a throw it on the grill. Yeah. I just envision When you feel Lin like one. you're
0: low in estrogen, you're going to eat that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my estrogen's popping, bro.
2: <laughs> Look at how I'm sitting, dog. <laughs> true. This is true. <laughs> oh. uh, all right, so we all kind of go through some difficult things here and there. You know what I'm saying? It's been a weird time in the world. Um, and sometimes you just need somebody to talk to. Or maybe, you know, you're feeling just just weird, right? So that's why I want to talk to y'all about better help, okay? Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? Now, me personally, you know what I'm saying, especially when when the world is in a weird place, sometimes I don't want to be creative. I might have a little writer's block. I don't know what to create or I might feel like I'm not creating the right thing or I I just don't know. Sometimes you just don't know, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes it helps to just talk to somebody which is why you can start communicating in under 48 hours with BetterHelp, okay? It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. All right. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life. Today. All you gotta do is visit betterhelpcom no chaser, that's better h e l p and join the over one million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Okay. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all fifty states. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and No Chaser listeners get ten percent off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash no chaser. But yeah, so um I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna fuck with it. I'm gonna make, a, of course, a YouTube video.
3: Well, on the topic of that, because you're interested in additional nutrients in your life, breast milk. Yeah. Drinking it, using it, tried it. Where you at?
2: Dude. Uh, well, I mean, right now it's all going to the baby because we got a little baby. We got to feed that motherfucker, right? Uh, but there was a time when we had it, uh, in a little thing and, uh, the baby knocked out and I was like, you going to finish this? <laughs> Are you asking your dog? You going to finish that? Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. hey. And, and, and this is where Chia wasn't 100% comfortable with the breath. It, we it was a process, right? So we had it in a little syringe and the baby knocked out. We weren't trying to wake it up again. So I was like, I'm going to just finish this little half a thing we got. And I, and I took it and I'm like,
3: well, that's tasty. Yes.
2: Um, how about you? you? Say it
3: again. The people in the back. People think it's gross. It's tasty. Who thinks it's gross? Many people. What do you mean? A lot of people think that breast milk is disgusting. They have this notion in their mind that I think it just comes from this idea. Like even the uh, stigma around the vagina. Mm. Like though the vagina is fishy, the vagina is gross. Like Mm. what comes out of a woman's body is gross. But breast milk is delicious.
2: There there, there was one day where I tasted it and it was sweet. And one day I tasted it was a little bitter. So I think it it, kind of depends too.
3: I did a taste test uh, with a friend of mine where we did um, almond milk and then I did breast milk, and then I had pea milk, which, you know, pea milk is like an other mm. thing. What? Yeah. From peas, not <laughs> well, yes. peas. From no, peas, yes, from peas. Chickpeas? No, no, peas. It's called plant milk. Like called, green peas? What's the actual brand that makes it? Um, Ripple? Ripple, yes, fuck yeah. Ripple is delicious. Ripple's delicious, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And so I put it in like carnival style, and I was like, drink it, and then tell me which one's the best. That's all you're doing. Which one tastes the best? Breast milk, one. Wow. Was it because it was sweeter? It is sweeter. There yeah. I am. Yeah. Do you have any on you? I. I guess, uh, <laughs> she I'm has them at in the her place of like needing to pump <laughs> shortly, but uh, I had to stop doing this. People are getting mad because I was making everyone try my breast milk. At point. <laughs> and well, people online like, "This is not safe." But the truth of the matter is, right after you give birth, you've had so many tests that I am one of the safest people out there. Right.
2: Why wouldn't it be safe?
3: I mean, because if I do have an STD, it's a bodily fluid. Oh. If I do have COVID, like if there are risks associated with. Interacting with someone's bodily fluids mm. What well, I, well, I was tested up Well I know one of the biggest
1: trends online For people that are in beauty industry And in the fitness industry Is buying breast milk like, mm-hmm. people go online and are trying to find this because it's really, you know, full of nutrients. And then for your skin, they, they rub it all over. I saw this one woman that was taking frozen breast milk from her sister in law and was rubbing it all over her face. Her acne cleared up within two days. Really? Yes. Well,
3: it's antibacterial. Tim is
1: going to be over there. Chia, come here.
3: Yeah. Just-
0: yeah. <laughs> nah, bro, I had pink eye. Don't ask me how I got it. I'm, sorry, what? I'm still not sure. It was around, but it was around the time when my aunt had just given birth to my little cousin okay she told me to put some breast milk in it i was like this is not a time for jokes (laughs) (laughs) she was like no seriously so i was like at this point i'm willing to try anything the next day really so you drop some breast milk in your eye yeah
3: you should even do that for the baby if the baby gets like a blocked tear duct shoot some breast milk in the eye ear infection shoot some breast milk in the ear ear infection yep (laughs) what the Mm -hmm. heck I actually went away for work uh, for two weeks shortly after, maybe two months after I gave birth, and so I had all of this breast milk I had to pump. In essence, that would just go down the drain. So I have like 101 uses for breast milk because I used it. I put that shit on everything. Yeah. Man. Our
0: friends made a uh, cookbook, a breast milk cookbook. Yeah, all the things right. you can use wow. breast milk to cook. I don't remember. I didn't read any Who's of his it. His friend but, uh, Lux, Luxy Boo. Shout out to Luxie Boo.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: follow her OnlyFans. <laughs> oh. Do you do you have an age where you will stop breastfeeding, and how do you feel about people that breastfeed their children until they're like five or seven?
3: I'm gonna tell you the real deal truth: is that I am a B cup. You guys have known me for a long
0: time. Mm-hmm. Do you ever
3: think of me as someone who has standout boobs?
0: Um, they they <laughs> fluctuate.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've always felt like you've had nice B cups, but
3: not like not to the point where it's like I leave the room and like
2: Bruh. oh, like no.
3: a topic of conversation, <laughs> boobs. Yeah. I have exquisite breasts right now. <laughs> Exqui- they are phenomenal. So I think for that reason, I'm like, I don't know if I want to give this up. Um, like it's, what, it's what, what cup are you at now? D. Oh, you're at a D? Yeah, but like, you'll see, like, if I get, you know, if I haven't, I, there's many videos online of this. My, my breasts, and because I haven't experienced this life before, It's like having a temporary boob job. Oh, when you say be one of those 10 years old still. You might just. (laughs) Oh, Oh, so the
0: longer you breastfeed, the longer your body. You keep producing.
1: Yes. Well, that's why I've always heard about people that were breastfeeding for a long time. And also just the benefits, because for some reason it's for the baby and, you know, intelligence. But overall, when uh, I have large breasts. And I've I've always had big boobs my whole life. Really? You know, they're hidden today, which y'all all all know, because I pull them out occasionally. and put a shirt on today for you guys. But my mom was like, you need to use lotion and moisturize all the time. And I was like, why? She's like, because when you get pregnant, your boobs are going to get so big, because genetically, like our family has really big boobs. They're like, you're going to get stretched out. So you need to make sure you moisturize now, because when that day comes, your boobs are going to be so big <laughs> that when they do go back down eventually you got to make sure that your skin can go back
3: mm, that's true. True.
1: and i'm the type of person that goes up a cup size every month so i fluctuate be- yeah i fluctuate between um cd to like d double d monthly oh. based off of my period so that's i shit. it's uh, it's really dramatic all the time so i could only imagine but do you feel <laughs> have you ever looked at somebody and went yeah that's too old uh,
3: it's tough because of like Dr. C B mm-hmm. says that you should breastfeed until they're in school. Um, and then so from
1: from the breast or give breast milk.
3: <laughs> I, I mean, it's there's an argument for both, I guess, because also the skin to skin contact, it's the bonding, it's the oxytocin. And then in addition, the saliva from the baby communicates with your nipple duct to tell your body what the baby needs. So if. The baby, for example, is sick. Them breastfeeding and latching on tells your bodies to make more antibodies in the Word? Breast milk. Really?
0: Yeah.
3: So why are not we drinking more breast
1: milk,
0: man? Look, because it's weird to be like mama.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, <Bro, laughs> I feel bro, like. I feel mama. I
0: feel a little tickle in my throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me get a titty real quick. <laughs> mama, I think it's once they start talking, it's, yeah. it's
2: weird because I definitely like there was um this 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 woman on YouTube. Who was making uh, breastfeeding videos and her kids were old enough to be like, Mom,
1: I'm hungry. Yeah, but, yeah. but, it, hungry.
2: but is it
1: running
0: only Running where- up to it with a toy car in their hands. I mean, but, <laughs> and but is it only away?
2: weird
1: because we sexualize it?
3: I don't know if it's sexualizing it. If anything, I don't, I never view the process as sexual at well, all. Well, I feel but. like from the outside, right?
1: Like right. you'll see We sexualize
0: kids. boobs. So, yeah. so that's why
3: I ask. Because when if I see somebody feeding somebody and the, the kid's very old, I almost look at it like the mother has a very bizarre uh, attachment. Like okay. she's yeah. very needy. Mm. So, and it's kind of, it's a little like sister wife-ish, sort of, kind of homeschooling a, a high school kid. There's something about it that's like, yeah. let that kid grow up. Okay. Yeah, um,
0: I, I, I don't see it weird like, oh that's sexual it's just like this kid can eat regular food Uh uh-huh yeah why why are you doing this you know what i'm saying if anything you can put it in a cup for us and give it you know what i'm saying if you really want to have those nutrients so when it's from the titty and they're like seven years old (laughs) it's weird
3: it gets a little yeah
0: Yeah.
2: i'm down uh
0: but not weird like that if you're doing that i mean do what you do we we just don't get it yeah. Is what I'm saying. That, that's
1: why I was like, that's really one of those things to think about because I had a family member that breastfed their child till it was like, Why are you doing this now? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like, but why? Like and- mom just a titty on my mom. God <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, like what's going on here? But then what about the the moms that can't breastfeed?
3: Well, that's the thing, is that I think it's just everyone's journey. That's how I think people should look at that of just at the end of the day. People have survived. That's a fascinating thing, I think, with having a kid, period, is I've never experienced the level of, I I honestly feel like I have 500,000 stepmothers or mother-in-law's <laughs> like that's how much people are like they shouldn't do this they shouldn't do that like their head shouldn't be turned to the left oh, they shouldn't do the right and you're like man if I came on your page and critiqued everything that you do the way you sit the posture how high your socks are rolled up like <laughs> no one does anything perfectly people survive like we are resilient people so you don't have to put this pressure you have to do it a certain kind of way
2: was that annoying for you like going back to just putting everything on social media how was that for you like everybody trying to put in their two oh, cents oh I let them know
0: what'd you say
3: don't fucking tell me any advice. I'm not listening, I'm not interested.
0: I give the unsolicited (laughs) advice here, (laughs) not you. (laughs) I get paid to do this shit said, by the way
1: tune into my podcast that's
3: coming <laughs> Listen, out I'm very clear I think I'm a big proponent of healthy relationships right so I let people know what my boundaries are mm-hmm. and I'm also very comfortable telling my audience like you are smarter than me in this area I need your help I did a video recently just saying that if you have a critique on my work because you know Valentine's Day is like Super Bowl for me mm-hmm. so I did a lot of brand deals like to the point I was making myself annoyed I was like you're so fucking annoying bitch but <laughs> <laughs> KY um, so <laughs> <laughs> I said to my audience I was like because people were complaining and then when people complain other people police the complainers like you don't have a right to say you don't pay her bills i was like you technically do so please do let me know if my content's not serving you like if my if my advice isn't good i did a episode of my husband's podcast where i talked about butt stuff Mm -hmm. people didn't like that from me so i'm (laughs) i have a open ear in that regard right but i can set a boundary and say in this area i don't give a fuck what you're right right (laughs) i have five people in my life and this is the thing Everyone feels so tied to it because they maybe had a kid before or they know somebody with a kid. So they feel like they have a great advice. But at the end of the day, there's seven billion people on this planet. Yeah. A lot of motherfuckers have had kids.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, if, if I'm annoyed at my own mom giving me advice, <laughs> 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 I definitely don't need to hear your advice, bro. Yeah. But but to be completely honest and fair, um, I, I you know I read majority of my comments. And there have been times where I'm like, I've read a comment. I'm like. That's interesting. I'm yeah. going to Google that. And then maybe I will explore what you're saying to me right now. Also, I'm going to pee. So you guys keep on talking about what you're talking about. Well, I was just going to ask. <laughs> oh, you, you,
1: I was going to say, uh culturally, everybody has different things that they do for mm-hmm. their children. And he's leaving on one of those things that I was going to ask about. Like, Were there certain things that you felt that general knowledge that you would do. And then something within your culture that was like, okay, this is a part of who I am and where we come from. For some reason, I don't know why, but growing up there was a, uh, I had seen like my, I have two older half sisters and i had seen like one of them get the, we call them like gula like the boogers out of their nose with their what own mouth. Them, gulagulas. Gullah's like, <laughs> mo- just like, I don't know. I can't tell you what language it is. Cause I grew up around a bunch <laughs> of different languages, but they literally tell
3: them, tell them what languages, tell them, tell them what, what's your mix.
1: Y'all already know, go check my Instagram bio, okay? <laughs> y- y'all already know, I'm not going to say. It. But um uh, they have no problem with just like sucking it out of their nose without like the nose thing and they would just yeah. do it themselves and and everybody thought that that was okay. Is there any strange things that you did?
3: Tim might have a better answer to this cuz I I'm I'm not strange at all. I'm actually very normal and adjusted. But um I don't I can't have one that I can think of, but I just think in general there's I don't know. There's, there's a people in my life who I'm like, you raised great kids. Because the thing with that thing, right, like if I give you beauty advice, mm-hmm. you can look at my page and say whether or not you want to take my beauty advice based on the way that I look or how I carry myself. Or if someone gives you career advice, like, oh, what's your career like? But with kids, it's like, I don't know what your kid is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you might have a green ribbon kid and you're giving me advice on how I should or shouldn't raise my own. So it's like for me, it was just more natural to be like, oh, this is somebody who... They have raised a kid in such a way that I admire, and so mm. that's who I'm going to go to advice for. Mm-hmm. Green, green ribbon, green, oh, like participation ribbon. Oh, uh-huh.
1: this d- d- you there, didn't, you you didn't make you, the podium. Yeah, you,
3: got, oh. you, did, you showed up. Yeah. yeah. Oh
0: yeah, I never got that. <laughs> I was might, I might was I was up thing. there oh, blue. We you feel blue. me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew where you were going,
1: with that. but. uh yeah because i always found that it's interesting because everybody raises their children in a certain type of way and then you have american and then you go culturally then you break it down to whatever you are and where you come from and then there's different traditions and things like for some reason i don't know if it was just like a filipino thing but smelling their kids and just smelling them my mom literally comes and smells me and it's oh. something that she does and my mom says that's a filipino thing so oh. i didn't know if what there was smell, like your just just your feet. like your s es- <laughs> feet your body just <laughs> your smelling your mom would smell your feet yeah
2: no, not just a Filipino thing.
1: Is it not? Is it an Asian thing? Because no, it's um, a, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yes, yeah, so that's why I was. <laughs> well, at, well, I was just asking since you went pee. Like as an adult, like now. No, 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 no. no. no, no, no. First off, my well, mama don't come by me. <laughs> my feet
2: well, wait.
3: Right yes,
2: now. because your mom smell your feet? Not my feet. Yeah. <laughs> my butt. No. no. Um, <laughs> my mom when she kisses you on the cheek, uh, mm. she does a uh does a like a like a smell type thing type sm- a smell kiss. And Chia was actually like. Is that a Thai thing where you where she sniffs you as she kisses you and um, and I don't know if it's necessarily a Thai thing, but I have gotten comments from like my like Southeast Asian people okay. where it was like yeah they'll sniff kiss you know yeah. what I'm saying yes, yeah sniff a little snizzy um and uh and and now that you bring that up I I I and I never thought about it you know what I'm saying I always thought that was just something my mom did but she does it like a And I'm like, oh, well, Mm. get off me, weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, I was
1: asking, are there certain things that you did growing up or your mom did to you that you're going to do to your child? Like culturally, are there certain things? Because I didn't know not smelling your kids wasn't a thing. My mom always smells me. And she's like, that's a Filipino thing. You just see and get... Mm. (laughs) Just like, oh, I love the way you smell. And also culturally, Hawaiians too, in certain uh, cultures, when they greet you, that's why they come up to your face like that, because
2: you're breathing them in. All right, yeah, whenever, after they do the haka, they always uh, get <laughs> real but, close. But
1: you go close because you're breathing You're breathing in their essence. So that's something culturally, and I yeah. know that with babies, they're seen as like, there's, you want all of that youth from them. So is there anything that you guys do?
2: I mean, I I feel like I def. I mean, I don't know if just because it's a it's a baby and I like that newborn baby smell. I definitely been doing a lot of sniff kiss, a lot of snissing, yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know how long I'm a I'm gonna be snissing for, but uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, could be because well, everybody's been telling me too, like, yo, make sure you take in that newborn time because they grow up so fast. So get that newborn smell in, get that newborn time in. So I've been sniffing the shit out of that little girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I thought you was about to say something. I was, but
0: then it's not relevant. Okay.
2: For sure. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've been. i been. I s- want to explore that train of thought.
0: Um, it, it, it's not about baby stuff. It was just a lot of people claim things as that's a this thing when it's not. Let's talk <laughs> about it. Let's <laughs> yeah, talk yeah. about it. That's, that's why. Yeah. And,
1: and that's why I always say that it's good that we talk about certain things because Tim said I didn't realize that other people did that or my mom was just being weird and I'm like yeah. my mom did that and she said it was a like. She did it because it was a Filipino thing. And then you find out it's not. So, yeah. yes, let's talk more about yeah. it.
0: Uh, I mean, I was just going to say that. Bro, let's talk about <laughs> it. Because yeah,
2: um, every once in a while, World Star or The Shade Room will post this thing that's like, oh, mm-hmm. man, uh, like, uh, all black people growing up did this. Yeah. And I'm like... This too. is my childhood as well. Yeah. But then if I comment that, everyone's going to be yeah. like, let black people have their black shit. And I'm like, yeah. But we all did this, yeah. though. You know what I'm saying?
0: But it's the exact same thing with Asian people. Right. With the <laughs> shoes off. Every, every, no. <laughs> that's probably an Asian thing. I
1: know. But it's also a, a,
0: a Canadian that's a thing. a
1: common sense thing. Uh, no, but, no, but, no, it's not so common because a lot of lead. people, very uncommon. A but, lot of, yeah.
0: a lot of people in the States don't do that.
1: Yes.
2: Right. We take yeah. shoes
0: off. Hold on. But in Asia, everybody does we no all shit. take
2: our shoes off and here's the thing when whenever i tweet about asian people taking their shoes off before entering in a house um i get a lot of comments from different different cultures uh saying oh that was me too blah 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 um i'm never like upset at that um i just you know for me growing up i felt like it was always just an asian people thing because i had to tell a lot of my not asian homies coming into my house yeah make sure you take your shoes off mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and uh, but i feel like uh, there's just so much shit Like, like for example Being late Okay mm-hmm. Like everybody
0: You on black people time right. You on Filipino oh, people oh, time oh, You yeah. on Hawaiian, Hawaiian, Hawaiian time, time. <laughs> Hawaiian, time. <laughs> Hawaiian time Black yeah. people time uh, Colored people time yeah. Quote unquote. Yeah. not We don't say that one no more yeah, but. exactly like,
2: that, That's why I hit it With the quote on Because yeah. it's like It's not a thing That people say anymore yeah. But it's a thing That people say Right Because right. Yeah. it's like but at the same time, it's like everybody's fucking late. Yeah, yeah. everybody's
1: <laughs> yeah. late. If everybody's you late.
0: back in the day, everybody used to do the "you know you're black if, you know you're Mexican if, you know you're Asian if," and it was the same yeah, shit. Same, it's all the same. The same shit, and they just wouldn't see it. Like. Okay. You, just, you just you say boogeyman, you say
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just you know you're not white if you do this because <laughs> yeah. all, of, all yeah. of us are white people. Like, are
0: the only ones would be different. Right.
1: Uh, I had a conversation by the way. My co-hosts on the show are white, so there's a lot of things that me and one of my co-hosts' wife, who's Latina, which was she does. And one of the things was the pans in the oven. Oh, I put my pans in the oven, so and he, and he was like, "Why would you put your pans in the oven? My wife puts her pans in the oven." Latin I said, space. "I said, what is your wife?" And then he said what his wife was. I said, because we need places to put things. We have tons of pans. We're cooking all the time. Yeah. And then you don't wash your pans. You're supposed to oil your pans. And you're, they don't go in certain places. So oh, They go in the iron. oven. Cast <laughs> iron. You got to oil. Yeah.
2: For sure. Oh, I'll be washing all my shit. Stop yeah. it.
1: It's going to turn orange. That's not good. If if that's I had good. it <laughs> <And> my way. <laughs> one of them did turn orange. Yeah, yeah. that's not good. <laughs> <Yeah>. Don't wash <laughs> it. If
0: if I had it my way, there would not be pans in the oven. Why is but that? Because... Well, if I wanna use I don't wanna have to it, take it out. And then you forget. <laughs> yeah. It's hella hot. But it's a lack of space. Like mm-hmm. Shannon said. It's like, okay, well, shit, we gotta have to put this in here. Yeah. So now we gotta remember okay. every time.
1: What about using the dishwasher as storage?
0: I use mm. the dishwasher as a dishwasher. Do you
1: I don't know how to use Un- unless, <laughs> black people
0: <tinks. laughs> Right? Unless it's like a very small amount of dishes. You wash it by hand, use so, it as storage.
2: So check this out, right? Uh, well, my family growing up, we never had a dishwasher. So <laughs> I was always, well, I was the dishwasher. The dishwasher yeah. mm-hmm. Um. And then even when I moved out and I had my own condo with a dishwasher, Chia was always like, why you never use the dishwasher? I yeah. never used it. Cause it was weird to me to use the dishwasher. Just one person. Yeah.
3: That's like what? Four days of accumulation. Now was gross.
2: Well, I, I would let this shit
3: accumulate,
2: you know, <laughs> but now that we got this house with the dishwasher and I learned how to use it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm using this shit all the time. Yeah.
1: I still wash my dishes. I hand wash my dishes and then I let them dry in the dishwashers. Yeah. We weren't allowed to use the dishwasher exactly. growing up.
0: They would they would tell you like it don't work. You gotta wash twice. It doesn't get everything out but they was paying a water bill. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, that's what it was.
1: But my new place got water included so and guess exactly. what I'm doing? I'm running exactly. that damn washing machine. Two, two dishes. Yep. On and, on.
2: <laughs> and to be honest, now that I have a child, I would definitely still make her do the dishes even though oh, you yeah. gotta work in dishwasher mm-hmm. definitely uh, a part of me wants to tell her we're broke uh just to build some character you yeah. feel me because i feel yeah. like growing up broke builds character for sure i don't want her to know that we got some good shit going
0: on yeah no that? let her know but still say no to her Ooh, that's, that's the better way more to do f- i feel it. that yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah yeah no you're gonna wash these dishes yeah, um, I guess yes, advice.
0: I could buy that, but I'm not going to you because you don't need that. To
3: that parenting advice, that's fine. <laughs> or text you, or
0: text. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> no, no, she didn't have my number.
2: <laughs> really? No, I didn't. Yeah. After she,
3: nine years of friendship, you know what it was it was a it was a blank contact for some reason.
0: She showed me my contact in her she phone deleted and had you. no number no, on there. No, he
3: was there. The name was there. Everything the intention was set.
0: When I had her phone earlier, I was putting my number back in her phone.
3: You know what that was? That was to her, avoid that hand job. Uh-huh. <laughs> <She was>
0: like, <laughs> I know I know he gonna be texting me hand about hand it. Sense. I know he gonna be texting me about it. And he I be never like, today, did. today, Tomorrow? Next week? Next
2: month. Oh my God. Uh yeah. I mean look, I I, I feel and I struggle with that all the time because I feel like me being able to to look back and be like we didn't have money growing up really molded who i am as a person right and that made me work so hard growing up to not to to just have a better life right yeah. and, and 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 shout out to my parents cuz I feel like I still I lived a great life even though we didn't have money you know yeah. what I'm saying not to take away from the from the upbringing I had but I feel like the fact that it was like I you know I only had one pair of shoes per school year like that's the reason why I buy so many shoes now you know yeah. what I'm saying and um and and I and now that I mean look I you know shit's going good right now and I got this child who I feel like I will be Taken good care of, you know, and I worked hard to take good care of my child and give her the things I didn't have. A part of me is like, you know, maybe I do want, maybe I want to make sure she has some of this character, you feel me? That like,
3: where it's like, okay, um, you can't
2: have everything that you want, you know? I think it's
3: different though between what chores you should be doing. If you have a dishwasher, then utilize the dishwasher and you can use that free time to read The Economist or something. Yeah. Like I had this debate with my parents actually because they were talking about that. We were, in essence, we did a lot of um, like jobs that... We're not like pertaining to the kind of life that we wanted to have. Like growing up I did telemarketing and did door to door sales and like that builds character and that builds everything. But I'm like, it would have been nice if you had a homie who had a big company I could have gone and learned some really (laughs) hard, interesting, you know, skills about life that would pertain to the quality of life I wanted for myself. So you could still use the time just it doesn't have to be on things like washing dishes when you know for a fact they don't have to wash those dishes. I'm a I don't. I don't know that.
0: Dishes. Yeah, you you don't know that. <laughs> what, if, what if she moves out on her own and she has a dishwasher and then it breaks?
1: I was raised with That similar mentality yeah. My parents My my dad raised me To know how to do Everything on my own And uh, the women around me Were very independent And then my father Was more of the Stay at home dad So I got a lot of My love from my dad And a lot of the structure From my grandma and my mom uh, Learn how to do Everything on your own But we couldn't? So it was the when you're out on your own you can't. I do understand what you're saying though as yeah. far as like because of the circumstances like you can pick and choose. Yeah. Like hey, dishwashing is not what I'm going to put a lot of emphasis on. You'll learn how to, but we have a dishwasher. Learn how to load the dishwasher properly so yeah. you're not rewashing <laughs> dishes, Teach right? I like my right. You know <laughs> what I, yeah. hey, I no. wish my parents had yeah. yeah. me. You, See, but my, my parents too. did. My parents did though. My my the first <laughs> book I got from my grandma was a book on uh finances. So my parents taught me that, but also taught me how to be by myself, which also goes to show why I am where I am now as far as being independent. And then my uh, problems with relationships. It all goes back to that. But with (laughs) raising, it it really does. But when it comes to you two and and raising children, you know, you guys are in a better position than Mm -hmm. I was growing up. My parents were not in the same positions that you two are in. Right. So learning how to wash dishes was in case of something happening, you know how to. Now. How are you both gonna approach that? Because I see a little difference between yeah. what you want to do. <laughs> but you also have to consider your partners. How is co-parenting and the conversation you're having with your significant other as far as what you want for your children?
2: Um. Uh, so so here's the thing, right? So like, like I said, Chia was the one that was like, why aren't you using your dishwasher, right? Mm-hmm. And I grew up never using a dishwasher. And in my head, I feel like I wanna make that little girl do some dishes <laughs> at the end of the day i'm gonna be like yo look me and your mom just cooked you this dinner you gotta do the dishes like yeah. this is so that just sounds
0: evil i mean the way you're saying yeah it. <laughs> i know
2: but i feel like it's a necessary evil You yeah know?
0: no I, I think so too only because of the way kids brains work you right. know what i'm saying when when they see a shortcut that's it right you know what i'm saying so i think it's just part of that development like okay sometimes it's not gonna be a shortcut available you gotta know how to do it so while washing dishes when you have a dishwasher is technically stupid <laughs> and a waste of time it, it helps trigger that part of the brain but there's probably that a problem I that there's
3: more in a, there's a more applicable way to teach that lesson I just think that we put Sometimes I think about... The okay, messaging. how would you do it?
0: That specific thing right there.
3: I mean, I haven't had it. I couldn't give you an example. Um, and I, I hate eating this to me because I feel stupid now. Thanks. You
0: win. <laughs> <laughs> you win. You win. That's why I asked uh, it because I wanted... to win. <laughs> I mean, you started the argument.
3: When I would, I bought a house last year and there mm-hmm. was so much I didn't know. And so we shame people like you don't know how to work a vacuum, but yet you have a lot of people who grow up in middle class or lower class income homes where mm-hmm. a lot of the basic life skills you grow up not having. Wait, you yeah. don't know how to work a vacuum? No, I do. I mean listen, <laughs> I can vacuum, I can cook, I can clean, I can, I can do all that shit, I know but which I can't to use yeah. for windows, right. which one to use right. for wood, but depending on what kind of wood yeah. I can clean your hardwood for. But bo- bo- why can't you do both? You could, but it's I'm trying to say it's like we're not having a conversation about both. When the conversation comes up about raising your kids, people place a lot of emphasis on like the basic blue collar work. They're not I get talking what you're about saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Definitely.
1: And that's why I'd asked for what's important. I see where Tim's coming from is the work ethic. I understand. Like building there, there's certain there's something to say about those that know how to do for themselves, right? Like you said there were certain things you didn't know how to do. I was taught that. So all the basic things, how to cook, how to clean, how to do this. Uh, vinegar can be used for this. I also learned about like general health care and wound care. And just if you had to live on your own, I'm raising you to live on your own. That's how I was raised. Mm. And then all the other stuff was thrown in. But that's why yeah, I had mean, asked. For I- you and your child, what do you do? You want them to be extremely independent, which is a different parenting style? Or are you wanting to be like, hey, I want you like to you use know your brain. what's
3: important for my kid to learn is charm. There we go. That's gonna okay. be ingrained From like I one mean, years old It'll get you
2: very far yes. Charm are gonna
3: get you so far okay. I
2: tell people all the time I'm not the funniest dude In the game And I'm not the most Talented dude out here I'm not but, the most Attractive dude out here But I'm charming as fuck People love working with me And that's why they Hit me up for shit You know what I'm saying So uh,
3: well, how do you teach that though I think it's one Socializing them Like I always think about this, like we were around, we were at this like a celebrity weekend getaway and there was like a baby there that was like two years old, right? This baby could have been networking the fuck out of these people. Cause everybody wants wants the baby to like them, Mm -hmm. right? It's such a rare time in your life where people want you to like them. And so, but the baby was like playing stranger. I was like, you could have gotten your Instagram way up if you played this differently, if you were, you know, socialized differently. I mean, obviously some kids are naturally shy, but I think you, we even do that right now. We have so many people come by the house like we have our own little bubble like i created an instagram for that that was just like shared vibe because our house is a spot that people always stop into right. so i think that's a part of it being around people constantly not playing stranger right i'm sending that kid to improv class when they're three four yeah. years old. <laughs> Yo, my, my nieces are in
1: uh they're in a performing arts school mm-hmm. but i'll tell you this my sister doesn't like people And growing up, my dad used to put me on the forefront and was like, this is auntie and uncle, be nice and socialize, kind of like do all of that. There's a lot of the socializing aspects, but my sister wasn't. But then for her daughters, she puts that out there, but also the option to let her know when something is uncomfortable for them. So it's a little bit of a balance, like not just being social because I'm telling you, you need to go and know people, but also like, hey, if you're uncomfortable, now you can communicate that to me, which, I didn't have growing up and a lot of people didn't have and that's why I've seen the trends of parents saying you don't have to hug them or say hello because you feel uncomfortable it it seems you know a a lot more dialogue around that
2: yeah I think in terms of the being charming for business and and and, and just being open in that sense right Mm -hmm. I think uh, a lot of people and this is a whole another conversation right but the whole topic of um, being sociable versus being fake because a lot of people are like I'm not trying to pretend like I like this person because it's fake yeah but then it's like when you're at events to socialize to make connections mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> everybody knows you're not trying to be best friends out here you right. know what I'm saying it's like you are building relationships for a reason and there's a way to be sociable without being fake without 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 putting on a front it's like we're all out here for the same reason we're working you know what i'm yeah. saying and how I- do you teach
1: that to a child well that's why
0: you said it's a different yeah. conversation yeah, yeah, you can't yeah, yeah. teach no, that no, to but it kid. all kind of
1: but it kind of, very similar though you because you're going to have a conversation with your children eventually
3: as far as this is what this is for that's yes, i mean genuine genuine charm is not people pleasing they're not yeah. the same thing they're not See, yeah. synonymous, so. I, a charming person sets boundaries. A charming okay, person lets go. people know when they're not interested in something. A charming nah. person challenges people. Like that's all a part of the game of somebody who's good at interacting with other people. Yeah. I was gonna say it's
2: funny that y'all even bring this up because randomly the other day I was thinking about how like in high school, right? I wasn't um I I, I was I, I was a popular dude, right? I like I knew Grunking. everybody. I, yeah, I kicked it with everybody, I was cool with everybody. And but the only time I ever really and I was just thinking about this the other day, the only time I ever really ran into any type of tiff with anybody is it was a couple people that was like, yo, Tim, you fake. Because you just be cool with everybody. Mm. You know? And I'm like, that's I'm just I'm just trying to be cool with everybody, you know? And yeah. this is me like, and not not necessarily a kid, but I'm like 17, 18, just understanding that like I can be nice without being yeah. quote-unquote fake. You but, know?
0: but there is a very thin line in between the two depending right. on the person doing it because yeah. there's a lot of people who have that attitude but they are a thousand percent being fake. right? Mm-hmm. And they don't even realize it because these are people who will sit with Shannon and Shannon say, I don't like that Nikki girl. And they say, yeah, she's kind of annoying, right? Because they want to be cool with Shannon. Right. And then when Shannon's gone, they're like, what's up Nikki, how you been? You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Fake as fuck, but to them, they're just trying to appease everybody. They don't want anybody to be mad at them or dislike them. So it's very easy to be one or the other. But then you got people who are just like, I don't like Nikki (laughs) and you hanging out with Nikki. I know you don't like Nikki, you fake. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? To because extent, you like me.
2: To extent, I am fake. <laughs> if if we're out here talking about. Now, now let's switch from the raising babies, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. If we're out here in this shit, right? Right. Like, yes, I am down to break bread with you, have a conversation, be cool with you, have a drink, because we're talking business. You feel yes. right. me? We're not trying to be best friends out here. So mm-hmm. I don't feel like me being nice to you is a part of building a relationship of like friendship. Yeah. Right. we're building a working relationship. So it's yeah. like, I don't have to like you as a person of to course. build a working relationship yeah. with you.
0: But I, I don't consider that fake, but I know why people would consider it fake. Right. Because so many people in this world, that's how they network let's be friends, right? Yes, let's yes, hang out. Yeah, yeah, we should grab a drink when they really want to work with Right. You, having, you know what I'm saying?
1: Having one foot in a structured corporate world with the radio job and then working in this space, it is so different. I know the level of professionalism, like I have to be professional. There's certain things I can say, can't say. And when somebody says something to me that I'm going, that's not professional whether you're trying to be my friend or not Mm -hmm. because there are established boundaries in that space Mm -hmm. then i understand that that's not being fake now when we get into this world like you said it's very blurred lines right there's no hr that i can talk to there's there's Mm -hmm. there's nothing there's nobody telling me that hey Rick, uh, you know, Nikki, if you go and hang out with Rick, this opportunity will come to you. If you hang out over here, this opportunity will come here. And if you hang out here, this opportunity will come here. You kind of are navigating this space by yourself. So some people want friendships from it because they think that's great and that's what it looks like. But in reality, it's like, no, everyone's still trying to be professional like how corporate people are. But because there's no rules and regulations to how we work with one another, it can be very fake there's no handbook i get a handbook when i go to my job right this is what you can do what you can say what you can wear what you can and cannot do i know how to act in that space Mm -hmm. and everybody there knows we're here to work
2: yeah and and it depends on your definition of friendship because we were just talking about how like but Ram, you consider me a close friend. You consider me to all you you invite me to all your close events. Yes, I would invite you to all my personal events. I invited you to my wedding. Yeah, if I had a, uh, a a baby, what do I you call it? Gifts for your baby shower. shower. Yes, if that I had a shower, it. I would have invited you. But like we don't kick it. Yeah, we don't hang out regularly. I barely see this motherfucker Rick, and this is my bestest friends. Yeah. yeah, you know it's like it is what it is, and I think people kind of have this kind of like. what they think friendship is supposed to be, right? right? But Mm -hmm. I
3: think my life opened up when I stopped committing myself to being real and was more interested in being curious. So it wasn't like, I don't like you. I don't talk to you. It's like, well, how can I make a connection with this person, even though our first interaction wasn't great? And so you might view that as fake. Like when you gave that example, like I could literally sit beside you and be like, Rick is so fucking annoying. (laughs) And then go say that to Tim and then hang out and talk to you. Because I'm like, let me give it another opportunity to see, especially if I feel like there's something for me to gain from our connection. Like, let me try again to see if there's another angle at this.
0: I think what makes it fake to me is, the talking shit part, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because well, the there's there's plenty of people yeah. who I have like not good interactions with, but I'm not sure about. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything about mm. how whack that interaction yeah. was to other people if I know I'm not going to stop fucking with them. You know what I'm saying? Then there's been people who I'm like I do not like this motherfucker, but it's in a place where I have to be around them again. Well, and then the, the second, lowest form of communication. Yeah, right. but then the second time I'm around them. I'm not talking to them, I'm not trying to be friendly, but their energy is different. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's not that bad. You know, know one thing
1: that makes someone real versus fake, or at least genuine, is that if the conversation did get brought up to Rick, like, Rick, you was really talking shit about me? Rick would probably go, (laughs) "I was, yes, I was, because I didn't know you then, and I really wasn't feeling your vibe then. And that is probably where Someone, and I've had those conversations. You know, someone <laughs> being genuine. I think the, the term genuine versus real, you yeah. know, he can say like, yeah, I didn't know how I felt about you then. Mm-hmm. I said what I said and I don't feel that way anymore. And yeah. that's where growth comes from and actual friendships and connections develop, whether it's professional or in a, you know, close yeah. setting. Because,
0: or- I mean, we've told the story a bunch of times, but we did not like each other. At oh, first. no. Yeah. yeah.
2: We were uh, very annoyed of each other for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. but kind of similar reasons. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but it
0: was like, clearly, that wasn't actually what it was, you know what I'm saying, afterwards. But it was all about being genuine, and we know that. Yeah, It's not like we kept it a fucking secret from each yeah. other, you know what I'm saying? And
2: I, I try to take that. I, try, I, I always use you and me as uh, I take that into consideration when I meet other people. Mm-hmm. That suck know, Yes Because I'm a very And you are as well as mm-hmm. a, We were very like
0: A quick to ugh. Yes God this <laughs> yeah.
2: motherfuckers Ugh yeah. But then I remember I was ugh with Rick and yeah. When I first met him And you know Now we best as buddies mm-hmm. And like So now You know I, I'm, I'm like in my head I'm like alright Let me give this motherfucker A second chance yeah. You know
0: And because of that This is where we direct The shit talking <laughs> You know what I'm saying <laughs> so, so if it is a This is we're fucking Shannon What the fuck I'm not gonna say it to Nikki. I'm not gonna say it to that. He deal. knows I'm who say it to talk shit you know to. Because that his friend. It could stay there. Well, he be telling shit now, but for a long time, I'm it would I stay. There. I
3: have to. Why? <laughs> right, but what I gotta
0: do. But if you're real
2: like me and Rick and everybody here then you will like comment subscribe share <laughs> shameless thank you for watching another episode of the No Chaser podcast I thought we had
3: questions from the people
2: oh well, here stay for another one we'll do that uh, thank she you for watch- has breasts to pump
3: I'm gonna take all of her milk stop <laughs> trying to leave can we do one question
2: sure if you want <laughs> I
3: just wanna
2: talk I mean, to the people we're here till 6 so sure if you want
3: she's like why do you wanna talk to
0: me I wanna talk to them um let's see okay, Shannon okay. this ain't that kind of podcast we don't care about them <laughs> <laughs> You. Oh. On
3: my podcast launching I'll care deeply about you uh, this oh. one is Cause she ain't got like, no personality uh, uh, I'll take uh, it uh, I'm of I'll take it real good Oh serious, do you
1: this is, What's up? Sorry, is Sorry. I've, been been <laughs> I've been drinking I've been drinking
2: Now these what questions are whack Thank you for watching another episode of No Chaser Podcast <laughs> <laughs> Thank she you to was- Shan Budran <laughs> for showing up And, 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 and showing out uh, I'm Tim Chantarangsu <laughs>
0: I'm Ricky Shucks I'm
2: Nikki Blades Hey Shan do you have anything you want to plug Okay, cool. Oh, Thank you for watching. God. Uh, bye.